Winches and scallywags, rugrats over 18 years of age, prudes avert your ears and eyes. The Asylum Studio brings to you a show to bend your mind and implode your morals. Ethics be damned. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Chaos and Disorder. Let's see if I remember how to do this one. It's been a minute. Welcome back into our quarterly installment of Chaos and Disorder. I am your host with the most, the talent, Rick Flieger. Joined as always, well, when we're here anyhow, by my colleague, my pal, Terry Bradshaw's less coherent cousin, the bygone bloviator, sunshine in an empty beer bottle, Mr. Rick Briggs, and over there behind the glass, perpetually confused but making up for it with perpetual incompetence, the hipster bearded button monkey, Alejandro Finkelstein. I love it. We've got new toys. Check out all of Briggs' old man tweets over on Twitter at Chaos and Disorder. You can find my tasteful nudes on Facebook at Chaos and Disorder Pod. And find proof that we used to actually do shows rather frequently over at AsylumFantasySports.com. And, of course, if you want to reach out and touch the show in the bad place, as a matter of fact, you can email the show at Finkelstein's Furry Funhouse at Hotmail.com. That was a good one. I liked it. Worst part is, is it was real. <laughs> yeah, you you will get a response there. It yeah. might not be the one you want, but you'll get a response. I mean that that is my OnlyFans email account. So check me out there too. I got to get on the OnlyFans. I think you should. Do you have to interact with the young ladies? It's no. not one of those, aren't they? Because no, I get uncomfortable with that. You don't have to. I think you'll probably get a lot of guys subscribing to your page. Oh well, yeah. I'm, guys like me. Yeah. I mean, look at you. You're an athletic beast. Yes, and, but but feminine at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Very good. What are you doing over there? He's got like, I'm just listening like, to no, dribble. Just for, for people who can't see, which is everybody because it's a freaking podcast. Duh. We've sat here and pulled our puds for the last hour and a half. And as soon as the show goes on the air, Rick springs into action with some other odd task. There's two computers over there. What are you doing? <laughs> Why don't you do a show? I am. I opened us up with comedy gold, and instantly you checked out and you started doing What are you doing, your taxes? What's <laughs> happening over here? Well, the computer that I have. Okay. Um. Seems to me we have a little yeah, we, static we over here. What are you doing rubbing your beard up against the damn microphone? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think it's the two computers that are just... Uh, they very well much. may be. Well, There's too much okay. going on. Okay, we'll just set this over here. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> the first one of the night. <laughs> okay. No, no, I want an explanation. What was happening over here? Well, on the computer that I have, um, I had downloaded... Or not downloaded, but I was using my son's office, you know, Word, okay. Excel, and all that. Right, which is something you really need for this podcast. So well, I'm glad Word documents. All right. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to let you finish. Well, apparently he must have um, ended his subscription because he doesn't need it anymore. Okay. So I plugged my little thing in to pull up my show prep and... You got nothing. It doesn't. It doesn't open. So, so you went to the backup computer. So I went to the backup computer, and it doesn't open it either. So, <laughs> so we're perhaps in good the shape. perhaps the issue isn't Word. Perhaps it's the the weird naked lady USB thumb drive you have there. No, it could be that. No, good because I've used it week in and week out, month in, month out. Right. And now quarter in and quarter out. So, like you, it may be wearing out. 
Where is that crackle coming from? And I wonder if it's coming across the microphone. It's very strange. We'll try that. What would you do? Well, I hit the anti-static <laughs> button. Oh, the, the no static button. Yeah, we, apparently it was unpressed. Ah, see, it's oh, we pro- probably that. all the rats running around in here. It's been so long since we've been in here. I thought Mitch would have ate those by now. Yeah, you would think so. They just they multiply quick, even faster than he can eat them. Yeah, I mean, he has been losing weight, too. I wonder if the run of bad luck's over and we'll actually get to do a show somewhat consistently. What a disaster. Oh, I'm just to the point of throwing my hands up sometimes. Yeah, yeah. As you well know. Yeah, you've had you a ride. It's... We got we got the the cron just was running wild around yeah, the studio here. Old, yeah. it was in the in the COVID protocol for a little while. You know, I never got that, or at least I didn't know if I ever did. I never even got sick, and you still didn't die. No, I think you got it before we knew we had it. Uh, a lot Both of people remember. A lot of people claim that. You know, it was like I don't even know when when it was. It was like the fall or the. The winter right before this, what is this? Yeah. I guess it was 19, you know, like in December of 19, January of 20. We were like sicker and dogs. Yeah, yeah. And we were too dumb to know anything. We just did our podcast. Could have been that. I have, they put more shots in me than a freaking pin cushion. Maybe I just can't get it. Well, it could be. Maybe I got the money blood type. Isn't there some blood type the, the people claim that you're not going to get it? Maybe I got that. Type O? I don't know what my blood type is. You should probably check on How that. How does one learn such a thing? You get a blood, blood test. <laughs> Donate, but no, I'm not doing that. Or I don't you like could charity. ask your parents if they have both the same kind of blood, then you should have the same type. I could. That's like a lot of conversation. Well, then you get a blood test. Just could, go get it tested. I don't want to donate it. I'm not a big fan well, of charity. Well, then don't donate it. I don't Nobody like cares. That. You could don- want that shit in your, in your veins anyway. <laughs> you could donate plasma and get paid. I remember people doing that in college. Oh, yeah, that, I, I blustered about it a lot, and I never did it. That in the old spank bank. Well, yeah, I spent a lot of time in the sperm bank. That, that Not donating, sense. just browsing, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. Great <laughs> library. Great library. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I was out in California when my sister had leukemia, and I donated bone marrow, after two or three days of eating, like, iron pills about four inches long and sleeping, I got back on my feet again. And then I had to donate platelets. And you would get in, like, one of these chairs, kind of like a dentist chair. They'd lean you back, you know, and you, your arms were out on, like, these boards on either arm. And they stick a IV in one arm, and then it goes down, <clears throat> and it goes into this machine. And the other, then it comes back up into your other arm. And then they tap you into it. And you sit there, and the blood goes out to one thing, goes into this machine, and it sits there and, and just spins. And apparently it spins the platelets out of the blood, then returns the blood back It puts to the you. nub's blood back in you. Yeah, and it took like three, four hours, like every other and day. And you're just strapped down to that thing? Just laying there, yeah. Well, yeah. I think I'd have a and panic attack. They had headphones yeah. and TVs and stuff. You could watch movies. I mean, you had like a you – know, you could look through – in fact, that was the first time – I saw Crocodile Dundee had just come out. <laughs> That's how long ago that was, like 88, something like that. And But, yeah, it was like a three- or four-hour ordeal. Oh. Like every every other day, I just sit there and... Probably not the first or last time this will be said, but you're a better human being than me. Yeah. I think that goes without saying. All right, fair <laughs> enough. 
right. Well, let, let's get into it, Rick. As I predicted, if you guys will recall, back in August, Cincinnati in the Super Bowl taking on the L.A. Rams, <laughs> as said, I predicted. That was July. Was it July yeah, we did that? So, er, so Mid-July, I think. Yeah, so everybody with your futures bets on FanDuel, you're welcome. I got that one right. I have nothing. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this guy. You got nothing on the Super Bowl? <laughs> he's ridiculous already. Well, I mean, I took the Bengals and the Cardinals, and Ollie Honda, I think, took something stupid like Green Bay yeah, and like Kansas City or something. Yeah, like the Chiefs and Green Bay, no, something no, only took, a dullard would come up with. Yeah. I took Green Bay and the Colts. Oh, okay. That panned out quite well for me. <laughs> yeah. Who did we take in the AFC? Because I know it wasn't the Bengals. Oh, boy, I can't remember. Yeah, it definitely wasn't the Bengals. I don't imagine I had them in the playoffs. I know the I took the season. Packers going. I figured this is going to be like the last – Hurrah for Aaron Rodgers and Adams and all that. And I figured, wow, they're going to give it the heroes try and one and done again. Yeah. Did I have the Rams? I'm feeling like I had the Rams. I'm thinking you did. Because I, I remember going fighting with you my, my endless Matt Stafford mm-hmm. love that finally came to fruition one year. I feel like I may have had the Rams, but I definitely didn't have the Bengals. Who the heck did I have in the AFC? I was assume it would Tennessee, have to be Tennessee. Yeah. I was all over Tennessee. I had them winning yes. the whole blicky. I think I had the Tennessee and the Rams. I wouldn't testify to that, but I think I did. I think that's solid. That that. And I'm that trying to think. Out. Did I go Buffalo? Maybe. Plausible. It sounds about I'm right. Trying yeah. to remember. I can't remember. Exactly. This is good radio. Us trying to remember whatever dumb shit we said six <laughs> months ago. Well, it, we're sure nothing really, if not transparent. I'm sure, people really, really missed this. I, I got to imagine. So, so the only question, Rick, Bengals are actually going to win a Super Bowl? Is, is this going to happen? The world's been upside down for two years. Is this the final, final straw before life goes back to normal? It's almost like any of the playoff games. You know, you know, Cincinnati against Kansas City. I really like Joe Burrow, but yeah, Kansas City's better than them. You know, or you look, I, you know. Joe Burrow's good, but, you know, the Rams got so much talent. They got that defense. You know, you got to take the Rams. So, yeah, I think they can beat them. They certainly have the firepower to score. And Joe Burrow is just the right kind of obnoxiously cocky that it's going to be tough for me as a Steelers fan, but I love him. I, oh, I love me him. too. The, the arrogance on the, the second the coming of, of this second guy. coming of Broadway Joe. He kind of feels you know? that way. It's Cincinnati Joe. Why not? <laughs> doesn't have quite the same panache. No, no, but he doesn't have a Fu Manchu and a fur coat either. He's just got well, kind of a windbreaker and sunglasses. It's you know. early. He he may get True. there, but he may not even be able to grow one yet. But, I don't know. But but an impressive run. Uh, yeah. Really, it, it's teams gonna be good for a long time. What I keep thinking about with Cincinnati is they're doing all of this with maybe only behind the Pittsburgh Steelers, one of the worst offensive lines in the National Football League and what they've been able to accomplish. You can now, with what they have there and sign, draft 15 straight offensive linemen until you hit on a great offensive line, and this team can be scary for a long time. Yeah, and with with the additional cap money, you add a piece or two on defense, you you get some offensive line help in there. Yeah, this team could be looking as a, as a Super Bowl contender for years. Yeah. Now, on the other side of things, there also is the distinct possibility with the offensive line as it sits now that Joe Burrow 
doesn't survive this game and it's all over because Aaron Donald coming one way and Vaughn Miller coming the other way against that offensive line. I mean, we saw it in the, what was it, the wild card round where right. Burrow takes nine, sa- nine sacks and somehow wins the football game. These are two it's, – it's worse now going into L.A. So, I don't think I'm ready to predict this game yet. I will give it another week, you know, presuming maybe we could string together two shows in a row because we got to wait and see who gets arrested, you know, the first, right. night, COVID. first night in L.A., who gets the cron, although I think the NFL has said we're finished with that business. We're, we're, we're testing nobody's – unless they come in and you can see it and see that little spike thing they put in the memes <laughs> hanging out of somebody's nose – we're never going to know if they have it or not. Right. But there's a lot that can happen between now and Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much the line fluctuates as well between now and then. we got two weeks of nothing but bloviating and ticket prices and everything that you can think about yeah, talking and any distraction away from this Super Bowl, which should be – this is – Definitely the most interesting Super Bowl that we've had in years. And nobody's talking about it right now because there's so much other junk right. going on. And it has to be. It, right. There's two weeks in between. I wish they go to – I understand you, you get the hype machine. In theory, I get the, you know, the bye week, get, make, give a chance everybody to be healthy. But when there are a couple years – well, probably 20 years ago now where they went straight into the Super Bowl, didn't have that week in between. I think the world would be better if they did that. Yes, there's many things they could change in the NFL. The world will be better. Well, yeah. There's well, no question. Well, one thing that's changed, you know, Rick, I, I know you're very upset. Tom Brady hath retired. Yes, he has. And, I mean, you know, we just saw the greatest quarterback of them all and I've been fortunate enough to see, you name them, you know, the Montanas and, and the Elways and all them, and there's nobody better. There's I mean, no doubt. I think we're beyond with, with Tom Brady, at least in terms of career accomplishments. You, know, you can sit down and nitpick athleticism, this or that. It's certainly not even a debate at this point, the greatest NFL quarterback ever. Probably not really in debate, the greatest NFL football player ever. Is he the best team sport athlete ever? You know, if it's not him or maybe Wayne Gretzky... Michael uh, Jordan. Michael Jordan. Bill Russell. I mean, he's in that pantheon oh, now. Anyhow. Oh, I my mean, God, yeah. You have to have that discussion. Exactly. And, and I've never seen and, – and, look, we've done our share of bashing because that's just what you do over a person's career. Well, they, he's tortured they my Steelers for 20-some I mean, years. And I'm, I've seen on Twitter since the retirement all of this nonsense, just tweet after tweet. Uh, he got away with cheating, you know. He's he's gonna go down as the goat, and he sucks, and all the, you know. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> yeah, because he cheated, and this, that, and the other, and you know, and, and I'm still to the point where I've thrown flat footballs before. They're not easier to throw than, than a regular football. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I've never gotten into that deflate gate thing. The other stuff is. What was that? Talk into the microphone. I am sitting here. Haven't moved. You're getting further away. I'm sitting and, here, and just I can fine. hear it. 
See now, see when see, you have your mouth. Well, in then front you of talk. It. I'm done. Well, you, we, now you can talk because people can hear you. See, I, I want this brilliance to come out over the air. God, he gave me nothing. I was trying to set something up, and he gave me nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Did you just no sell yourself? I like it. I'm done. I like when you do this. It's been a few weeks since you've done this. Well, I get I get invited to talk. I talk, and then I get all these stupid hands. There. He's sitting over there writing. He was fine. The producer Thank you. of the show, the producer, was fine. Well, because you have a royal meltdown anytime he tries to give you any advice, and so now, you know that that's not true. Now, when it I gets treat, beyond I me, treat him like a son. We're gonna have to start having Mitch give you feedback. I, Might be the only person you're willing to listen to. Me and Mitch, we're, we're okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guess what? Michael Myers has to make an appearance again. Did he go? Did he go dead again? He did go dead again. See. All better. That's what happens. That is an entirely different microphone. Entirely different cord. An entirely different cord. It's got to be that channel in the board. Same producer. Well, that's the real issue. <laughs> that's the that's the thing. I thought my headphones were crapping out. I I didn't think for. So it wasn't for, me. No, no. I think you were you were fine. Man, thank you. Oh no, it was you. No, you were over here no. like this. Our producer said I was fine. Oh well. And now me. you listen to him. Right? I always listen. My, he's just another son, you know. Oh, I think the microphone can't handle you getting excited because when you give the girthiness, it just it cuts out. I take it you've uh, released girthy uh, since we're, we've been absent from the studio. No, no. Oh. Yeah, still in there. Okay. She still, still in comes there. in every day? And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Can we go back to the point where you just said that – Finkelstein is just another son. Yeah. And the absurdity of this, you say this with a straight face. He knows it. I know it. The American people know it. They all know it. The Italians know it. The Spanish know it. Yeah, what's up with the Italians? I thought we were going to get big in Italy. Well, it's kind of hard to get big when you're never on. Oh, that's a fair point. (laughs) This is a horrible show. What are we talking about? (laughs) We're all over. Tom Brady. I don't want to talk about him. He's retired. Oh, piggybacking off of that. Is Atlanta now the best team in that, that division? That's the way that division works generally. <laughs> Sounds right? scary, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. is Winston a free agent? Yeah. I think he's a free agent. He's coming off that torn MCL. Yeah. They got Taysom Hill. Carolina's a mess. Sean Payton's gone in New Orleans. Carolina's a mess, like I said. Tampa Bay probably, well, Certainly not going to have Brady. 99.9% sure that Gronk's gone. Oh, yeah, he gone. Godwin might not be back. Right. A.B. certainly won't be back. <laughs> and Leonard <laughs> Fournette's a free agent. Yeah, so they're they're in a rebuild. You know, I think that's what they do. they got to tear that down. Get I think number. half their defense is also gone. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. they're going to lose a lot of talent on defense. So, I mean, now we have everybody screaming how bad Matt Ryan is who was, again, top 10 in passing this past year. Now, all of a sudden, maybe they make a couple of moves. Now the division's theirs. Who knows? Well, it's the way that division works. And I, I think we talked about this throughout the season, the, the rare occasion we talked throughout the season. Atlanta, 
hasn't made sense to me at all in the Matt Ryan era. Very little changes, right? They all Matt Ryan is, you know, he's not Matt a Ryan. great quarterback, but he is a competent professional quarterback with the ability. He, he's Kirk Cousins, only a little less boneheaded sometimes. They always, a Super Bowl. they always have great skill players. You know, maybe the Calvin Ridley thing factored in more than we thought True. it would this year. But always, you know, going back to Roddy White and Julio and all of those guys, always had good skill players, always big play, splash plays on defense. And one year they go 12-5 and five and look like they're on the cusp of making a Super Bowl run or they get to the Super Bowl and blow a big lead. And then the very next year, with the exact same staff, the exact same talent, they win three games. And then the very next year, they flip it back, and they're winning right. eight, nine, 10, 11 games. I, I don't understand that team. I would be surprised if they made no moves whatsoever if they come out one eleven games next year. I'd be equally less surprised if they came out one two next year. I, I don't know what to make of it. Atlanta, it's weird. I don't know what's going on down there. I don't either. It's the most inconsistent, frustrating team. When you sit back and actually try to – evaluate a team you you look at them and just like you said it's the same team that was there last year at five and 11 or whatever it is and all of a sudden they go in a run right and they're 11 and five yeah i mean that's a team and vice versa you talk about a team that can beat anybody anytime and lose to anybody anytime it's for 25 years now been the atlanta falcons I'll, i'll never get them but if I had to pick right now, not knowing anything, right, not knowing what the movement's like in right. Tampa, not knowing the head coach and the quarterback situation in New Orleans, it probably is Atlanta. You know, Carolina, again, they got a quarterback situation. So as everybody sits right now, Atlanta's the best team in that division. It's not even close, you know. We'll right. see what happens in free agency. I mean, they, what were they this past year? Eight and nine, I believe. I think so. Somehow, yeah. So, I mean, you're way. looking at basically a 500 team in a division where they had a defending Super Bowl champion who has now just been stripped down to the bones. Right. And we have New Orleans, who has been a regular power the last decade or more. Breeze is gone. Now, as we mentioned, uh, Winston, free agent, torn up knee. You know, Sean Payton's gone. Still, if you want to know what's going to happen. Really iffy a wide receiver. Yeah. You know, I mean, they have Kamara. If you want to know what's about to go down with New Orleans, factor in that at NFL head coach Sean Payton, he didn't get fired. He didn't retire. He just quit. He said, all right, now my chickens are coming home to roost on this Taysom Hill thing I've been spouting off about, which is really easy to do when he's behind a guy named Drew Brees. Now that he's the dude, now all of a sudden all my BS is coming coming into reality. I'm out. Good luck, dummies. I'm not taking the heat for this one. And and I'll be honest, I I said it back last year. We both talked about this there was no doubt Jameis Winston was head and shoulders the best quarterback on that team last oh, year. Oh, yeah. And to keep spouting off the Taysom Hill experiment, <laughs> um, of course he had no choice when Winston went oh, down. he gone again. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I mean, there you go. It's got to be that channel. We're going to have to do some work. I'm, I'm just, I'm just really getting upset over this whole thing. <laughs> I, what I'm, I'm starting to think that uh, me and Hugh Jackson is kind of in the same boat. 
Hold on, nobody got to hear that brilliance either. Well, that sounds good. I'm glad good. that that pop comes in. Yeah, that sounds good. Want to give it a whirl again? I said, I just think I'm. There in, it is. I'm in the same boat with Hugh Jackson. You're I, th- being I think. Sabotage. I think he is paying you to turn me off. I mean, look at me. How can I not turn you off? <laughs> da da dunch. Boo. <laughs> that was so bad. Boo. So we can't bad. keep on keep on track today whatsoever. Like we ever did. I think you need to get drunk. I think that's the problem. I, I, I can't. I'm, there's just nothing I can do. Well, you can get drunk. I've seen you do it. In fact, most times I've seen you. I'm per- pretty certain you know how. i got to lose some blubber before spring. So, well, dude, Do some jumping jacks while you drink your beer. Oh, man, I got up this morning and did exercise. I thought I was going to die. What does Rick Briggs do when he exercises? Oh, you know, the normal stuff. You know, those mountain climbers. You know, mm. you see those. You lay on your back and that. You know, the knee lift things and squats and that kind of stuff. What's the lay on your back and the knee lift thing? Well, I can't show you because I'll get away from the microphone. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) You got got Finkelstein. You lay lay on your back. Yes. Okay, and you put your... That I'm very familiar with. You clasp your fingers behind your head. Okay. And as you draw up... Say you start with your left leg. You you draw your left knee up, and then you lean up with your right elbow and touch them. Oh, so and lay back up. down. Well, no, not a sit-up. A crunch. 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 There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's a one-knee crunch. Knee-to-elbow crrunches, I guess we All can right. call them. You hear me out here. Why? Hear me out. You never hear works. me out. You yeah. turn me off and everything yeah, else. because my microphone works consistently, yeah. so you have to hear me out. I can take my headphones off, and that always pisses you off. <laughs> and just walk off. <laughs> He's done it more than once. <laughs> you don't handle adversity very well in the moment. You're like magnesium. You burn hot and fast. <laughs> wow, that is the nerdiest science thing I've ever heard you say, and I love it. See, I'm, I'm smart. I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, Fredo. <laughs> So hear me out here. We are! Say something! <laughs> well, you keep yelling over me. Please, unplug him again. Oh, my. So I'm thinking we're, now, back to get, we're back to consistency, right? We're going to do Bob a show Long. every week. And it is time to start finding ways to monetize the show. I love yes. Dead Sled Coffee. I love the Chop Shop. But, you know, they're not paying for that, that second jet ski I want so badly. With and the so, gold rims. Yes, gold yeah. rims on well, my jet ski. You may have to settle for sterling silver if uh, this doesn't pan out. So you two have been yapping since the before this show started about getting some video content out there. I think there would be a huge, huge market for a Rick Briggs exercise video. <laughs> <laughs> And I think we can we can double dip. We just record it live right here on the podcast. All the behind the scenes, so we've got some B roll, the whole deal. I next week, put on your leg warmers and let's do this thing. Straight to VHS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna skip beta. Oh yeah. yeah. I know my old beta max still going, baby. I, mean, I think, you know, and if that one goes well, we do a whole series like the the Insanity or the, what do they call that, the Beachbody or the, the Peloton oh, stuff. Better we yet, have, I, we I can get, get an app. Yeah. Hey, app. better yet, I can get my, my hair all permed out, sticking straight out. 
and put on those little high shorts. Yeah, oh, like yeah. Richard Simmons. Come on, people. Oh, yeah. They're, they're... <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is what I'm thinking. <sighs> but you know how you should start your workouts every day? Beer? Close. You should start out with dead sled. Well, I start every day out with dead sled. I, I think Finkelstein wants us to take a break and I think sell that's some a good coffee. idea. He was trying to We're be going subtle off there. the rails. He was trying to be subtle. All right, well, let's take a break here. We're gonna in the break. We're gonna firm up this this exercise video <laughs> idea. When we come back, I, I do want to talk about. You mentioned Hugh Jackson. I want to get into the Flores thing, at least that side of it. I don't know how deep we want to get into the rest of it. All that and more right after this. Feel the burn, Rick. Feel it. Let's talk about our sponsor, Dead Sled Coffee. Dead Sled Coffee strives to create a culture of acceptance and respect no matter what your level of coffee knowledge is. They are distinguished coffee for the exceptional and unconventional. They offer amazing products that do not require your dictionary or your atlas to appreciate. Feel comfortable ordering their coffee and know that it is not a crime if you do not know where the beans came from or where it was processed. They have done all the work for you, having slurped and sniffed through endless cuppings so you can just sit back and enjoy your coffee experience. Not sure what to try? Well, try some of their new signature blends, the Robert England blend, the Kiss blend, and the Cypress Hill blend. Go to deadsledcoffee.com. Use the promo code DEADSLED. 15 and take 15% off your order. Deadsledcoffee.com. And hey, tell them Fligger and Briggs sent you. I pretty much tell them Fligger sent you. Nobody takes advice from Rick Briggs, unless it's exercise advice. Yeah, everybody listens to Rick. He gone. Nope, they don't. They don't listen to him because he can't get his microphone to work. I like the click noise. Yeah, I don't know how to. Why don't you just move me to. His station, because it works. Which one? The next one over. Well, how are we going to get his brilliance? Stick it in mine. If it cuts off, he's the producer. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't matter? That was kind of hurtful. Well, of course it is. Uh, that, that was uncalled for. Just like a son. Do we have anything in Channel 4? <laughs> we don't. Let's just I... do it on air. Show All business right. on the show. Here we go. Just we like go. a son. Unplug him, put him into Channel 4. So yeah, now Rick Briggs, nothing, no more Rick Briggs. It's my dream scenario. Probably no girthy squiggles whatsoever. Even less. Even less. You do have, like, the volume up on yes, it sir. And, and the such and the gain. I know you don't know what the gain is. It's a little black knob at the top. He it, uses laundry detergent. Actually, it's exactly like all the other ones. All right. All right, so th- this is mysterious. <laughs> so... And pop in three, two, none. Now say words. Words. Nope. Nope. <laughs> now say words. Why? There. It doesn't matter. There he is. All it does is piss me off. Like, you're just doing this on purpose. <laughs> I don't think he is. I don't think he's smart enough to do this on purpose. I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> Fredo, too. Hey, speaking of two, have you tried the new It coffee? I have not. What's it? I, I'm not even familiar with it. It, like the movie. Yes. Dead Sled has a contract with them, and they are the exclusive uh, procurer, pro, 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 the P word. Well, we can't say the P word. Oh, the, anyways, they have a good roast. The It blend. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter two. Like the one with the clown? Yes, sir. Uh, I don't F with clowns. Oh, I hate clowns. Yeah. He, you F with one clown. 
at every show. This the guy. mad oh, that's clown. That's true. He yeah. is the mad clown. Sideshow bomb. <laughs> that reminds me, I need a haircut. Before, you, so do I. I'm looking like a damn hippie. I can't take it anymore. Did yeah, you, he, he just does this to infuriate the hell out of me. And it has been so long since I've been infuriated. Oh, well, yeah, it's been at least 14 seconds, yeah. I would say. Well, no, I've been, <laughs> since I we've been here. Do you know I, I had a, a one of those bomb moments happen today, like you just get hit in the side of the head, something you'd never realized before? Okay. Speaking of the Rams and the Super Bowl. All I will be able to think about is take a look at the Rams' new logo. I saw this on Twitter today. I can't take credit for this. Not the L.A. and the thing where they tried to make it look like the Chargers logo, right. but the one with the Ram head. Okay. Take a good look. Finkelstein's going to bring it up here. Take a good look at the face on the Rams' logo and tell me what they didn't notice when they created that. So look from the nose and above to where it. the eyes are. <laughs> The well, Rams logo is a You're penis. always working for that. <laughs> the looking Rams look look right now, everyone. The Rams logo is a penis. And I never noticed this. And two balls. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole deal. Like, if you were going to draw it, like, if you make the snow penis, like everybody, I assume we all do it. It's right. good family fun <laughs> instead of the snowman. That's what they made out of this Rams logo. But how did they get the beans above the frank? I don't know. We learned from, what was that movie? Something about Mary. There you you don't want the beans above the frank. I am so impressed right now. You got a movie reference. It had Brett Favre in it. And Fair. That's back when, what's her name, Cameron Diaz was at her peak. You know, I don't think she's she's totally out of show business, I believe. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. Maybe I, she, I think I read somewhere she's just out. Maybe she's, it got out from underneath her a little bit, so she just disappeared. I don't know. Which would be smart. What? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, why would it be smart? Just because she's getting old? Well, yeah, I mean, if, if you're known for being hot and you're not hot anymore, you should go away. That's what I'm going to do. I mean, i got 20 or 30 years. But At least. You're not even to your prime yet. Yeah, no. I'm getting it done. Hey, but speaking of movies, what were you going to say about Hugh Jackman? Say, speaking of penises. I wasn't going to say anything about Hugh Jackman. No, you were You were going to say something about Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackson. Yeah, the Wolverine guy. <laughs> he's just trying to pick he, you he, off. He's yeah. being really funny. <laughs> now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So news coming out today, part of the Brian Flores lawsuit. I, I don't necessarily want to go down that road, but it's one thing, ugly road. Yeah, we, we might talk about it because I, I got questions. Yeah, why not? But but what I find most interesting beyond the the subject itself is, is the claim in the lawsuit, and then Hugh Jackson backing it up when he was asked himself that both Flores and Jackson claiming they were paid bonuses by their owners to lose football games. And, of course, the requisite freak out on social media. And, you know, the the, fran- the owners need to lose their franchises and, and all this stuff. I guess two questions. One you can't answer, but that's all we do is wild speculation anyhow, is do you think it's true? And number two, if it is, what if anything should happen? Okay, like we do. We, we wildly speculate like everyone else except they don't admit it. You know, they act right. like what they say is is absolute truth. Do I believe it's true? No, I do not. For the simple... So you think they're both lying? If it was just Flores as part of a massive lawsuit, I would agree with you. Hugh Jackson made me, made me pump the brakes a little bit. 
I, I just have a really, really hard time. Number one, I don't think Hugh Jackson needed any encouragement <laughs> to lose. That team was so bad. They had the number one pick locked up years before. <laughs> I, I, but what, what to me is more absurd is, you know, three or $400,000 to you and I, yeah, that's a wad of money. But is it worth I mean, yeah, it's a nice chunk of change, but you have 53 guys who are playing for contracts, maybe not to stay with the Browns or stay with the Dolphins. Right. And what are they doing? They're out there throwing these games. What are they getting out of it? Well, but I think. Well, no, I mean, that's a big deal. These people know if, if you're a defensive captain and, okay, they're throwing some whatever prevent defense on a fourth and one well i mean something's going to be clicking in a player's head they're not stupid people and i can't imagine they're just all going to be blindly sheep going okay coach that's a great call well meanwhile we're 0 and 16 yeah but i don't think you can underestimate the influence a head coach would have on the outcome of a game and it, it, it could be more subtle it could just be personnel decisions it could be game planning Things like that. I mean, that's a good question, right? How do you do it? Because presumably, your 53 men out there, irregardless of the of a bad game plan or whatever, are given a max effort. And you think at some point, which is why it was so shocking when these teams aren't winning games, when when Detroit went winless, you know what I mean? Presuming at least the players are trying, it's really, really hard to go winless you know what i mean well and that's another and that's another point that you hit on i mean detroit cleveland you know some of these teams what is the point of losing all the time because they never seem to get better i mean the browns have improved obviously the last couple of years but for years and years they were a doormat detroit's still a doormat right i mean nobody's losing on purpose there because they don't i mean for what purpose you're not getting any better. No. So if you're an owner, why not? Well, gee, let's win eight games instead of three. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I just find that to me, Hugh Jackson is just throwing stones. He's at Grambling State. He'll never be in the NFL again, and he's bitter. He's a horrible coach. He won one game in two years. And don't try to tell me you were paid to lose all those damn games, Hugh, because your teams sucked. I wonder, though, to to that point, could you be paid to kind of keep your mouth shut that the operations aren't doing things to help you win? Obviously not enough, apparently. If that makes sense. Well, I mean, we're... We're years past it now. I just that, – that's a big allegation, right? I mean, that's that's the real deal. That's federal or, charges, like, is it? Yeah, that's what I wonder. Is it the same as throwing games? You U- know, U.S. Code – Well, if you're paying somebody to lose, that's throwing games, correct? Right, I would think. U.S. Code uh, 224, bribery and sporting contests. So if you're bribing the head coach to lose on purpose – I, I think that's federal. He's pulling out the Constitution federal. over there. Look at this well, stuff. I mean, that's, that's a nice thing to know because if that is federal charges, then we're not just looking at, well, we're going to fine you a couple million bucks and, and slap you on the wrist because that's going to be the least of their worries. And doesn't that implicate the coaches too? Like they're admitting to well, it. Well, it's got to go deep. You can't just 
blame the owner for doing that and I mean it's kind of like you're the head of a bank robbing gang but everybody else still gets arrested right right see I don't know I I struggle with that maybe it's the payment that that changes it but otherwise our teams tank in every sport every year are they all committing a federal crime who tanks Everybody, everybody's well, trying everybody? to get the number I, I, I one need pick. An example. They do it in the I mean, NBA every year to try to get in the lottery. They do it in the NHL to try to get in the lottery. You see it in Major League Baseball. And Pittsburgh Pirates have been doing it for 17, 27 not years. They stink. They have an owner that doesn't spend any money and gives away free hot dogs to, to make the fans well, he, happy. He gave up with the free hot dogs a long well, time ago. Well, you know what I'm saying. But it's the same thing. You'll call up. You're playing minor leaguers. You're resting your stars at the end of the year. This happens. It happens in the NFL. You see it constantly. Well, I mean. At a 162-game season, if you're 42 games back after 150 games, yeah, why not rest your starters and play some guys to see what they have in real time? But that that's not the same thing as – I mean, Jacksonville is a great example right this year. I mean, they could have easily tanked, but they t- turned around and blew the doors off Indianapolis. Right. I mean, I, I just find, especially in the NFL, that these guys, the way – that they go 100 miles an hour and they're playing. I mean, I just don't see many people dogging it out there. I think the other part, too, is it's money exchanging hands to lose. Whereas, like, the owner going out and being like, all right, we're done for the year, bring up minor leaguers. He's not going to the coach and being like, here's $300,000. Like, that could be the difference. True. You know, that that may be what yeah. what changes this. That that I could accept I mean, if, I, if it was a crime. I'll grant you in, in certain sports, especially with longer seasons like basketball, hockey, you know, baseball, that they they will sit players, rest them oh, absolutely. In, in that kind of thing if you're out of the playoffs. What's the yeah, big deal? I'm eliminated. I'm not having you get hurt, number one. And number two, if we keep losing, we get a better better draft pick or at least a better chance in the lottery if we're you know if we're talking the nba so so that that i can accept what i i know i this one's bugging me because i feel like i should be clutching my pearls and i should be all angry about this and ah this is terrible at the same time i feel like here's how i could feel like this conversation was going hey hugh you stink this year (laughs) yes i do right what we're going to do, we're going to sit down the two players we have on this roster. And I don't remember any of this happening. I'm just making up this scenario in my head, right? And Hugo, so we're going to go, I have top players? You know, I want you to ease up. I want you to play this this dummy and this dummy and this guy who I just pulled out. He was parking cars before, but he played football in junior high. Let's bring him in. Let's get him in the game. I want to lose games. I want to get the number one pick. I want to draft. I, I think that everybody was gunning for uh, – Good God, my mind just went blank for Tua or, or whoever it was, right? Right. And so, and Hugh says, no, I don't want to do that. You know, I'm here to win games. I get paid to win games. I'm a competitor. He won one game. 
again, you're I'm in this dream scenario. Again, okay, you start you. yelling about how many games are in baseball we, again. We right? are in a vacuum. Yes, a vacuum, <laughs> if you will, a black hole, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> a huge this is where vacuum of suck. But no, I'm here. I'm going to try to win football games. I owe it to these other 48 men who didn't just come out of the parking lot to try to win these games. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to fire you, Hugh, or you do what I say, and I'm going to keep you next year. And, in fact, that $100,000 bonus I was going to give you for making the playoffs, I'm going to give it to you anyhow. How about that? Yes, sir, you got it. Bring in Gus. Bring him in. He's not, He's my new left tackle. I could see that scenario happening. I guess I could kind of see that. And I feel like the guy's name would be Gus, right, a parking lot attendant who could play football. Mitch. Uh, I'm Mitch. Uh. <laughs> He didn't operate well in a rules structure. Uh, I think he played in the Canadian Arena League. I don't know. I have a really hard time just thinking that there, there there's a lot of I, – I don't know. Miami I can almost buy if it was just Flores. But to me, Hugh Jackson, was to me, was a joke. It was just, <laughs> to me, just a smokescreen – on just how lousy a job I did. But at this point, what does Hugh Jackson have to gain from that? He was never going to get another NFL because job he, anyhow. Well, that's the point. Why not, you know, why not cause some trouble? Why not, you know. But I'm, why? I'm, he's bitter. To what end? He's bitter. Yeah, maybe he's bitter because he got hung out to dry from poor management. I think he's a horrible coach. You know who I'm surprised was not involved in this? Washington. Well, then there's still more to come out. There's something the NFL. You're telling me in all that stuff, the only thing that happened was John Gruden sent, sent some insensitive emails, but we don't need to show you the rest. Nothing to see here. I can't wait till that <laughs> Leslie stuff Leslie Nielsen's up, up there. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Move along. I was going to say, wasn't it the FBI that's doing the actual report? Yeah, and them nor the NFL, nobody. Somehow they put a lid on. You know, if that's what leaked out and it was enough to get John Gruden fired, what aren't they telling? And I don't want to spend on like one of them wacky conspiracy theories but what are they hiding here that we don't even want to talk about it the washington commanders now rick i know you're excited about that which was your number three pick for names in the offseason so well done that was my number three yep i can't even forget what the what the first two were i don't remember discussing this in well the you weren't here oh sweet i think that was a frothy coffee episode i believe mr flieger went with oh. washington football team <laughs> followed by washington football club then the red tails dc Defenders. Perhaps the defenders? I think you were trying to be witty with DC Fenders. Like, Are you sure this was me? Yeah, and then the ambassadors. Uh, Briggs was Red Tails. Sorry, Commanders was two. Ah. Warriors, Armada, and Monarchs. So. We're going to wish he never discovered that, and we, we gave him any praise. So what do we make of the Flores thing in general? This, this is a mess. <clears throat> it, it is. A, it, it's a total mess. And I'm not sure. I, I don't know what to make of it. Here's a question. Frankly. How does this get resolved? I don't know. Here's what I know, right? The fact that in this league, right, that it, as we sit here right now, hopefully this changes. But as we sit here right now, of all those jobs, Mike Tomlin is, in fact, the only black head coach. 
I think that that probably well not probably I think that is a problem it is certainly not representative of the league of the population of anything there's certainly a problem but what I don't know is how do you resolve it because the other thing I know or I feel is if somebody owns an NFL football team they should and do have the right to hire whoever they think is best what I have a hard time believing, and maybe I'm being Pollyannish, maybe I'm being stupid, I got a hard time believing that, you know, of this 32 teams, you know, 28, 29 of them are owned by racists who would rather lose football games than hire a minority head coach. So what I don't know is why the lawsuit on its merits, on its surface, there's something there. I, I don't know for all the life of me how you resolve this thing. Well, I don't either, and I agree with you. I, I find it very difficult to swallow that all the owners are racist bigots that don't want to hire um, a minority coach when the team is 60 to 75% minority right. anyway. It, right. it just doesn't make sense to me. Now, I get it. I've always been, and you know this, a Lovey Smith guy. I thought right. he got railroaded out of Chicago. I thought it was ridiculous. And then you got guys like Hugh Jackson. Okay, he deserved to get fired. Lovey Smith didn't. Right. It, it happens a lot. I just think that, quite frankly, there's too much in the coaching ranks themselves, too much cronyism. It could be. It could be that. And, and we see. You look at the assistant coaches. The ratio of minority to white assistant coaches is just as bad. Now, you know, if I'm arguing, you know, on the side of Flores or on the side of this lawsuit, it's you know, well, white head coaches are only hiring white guys. It just keeps going down the line. You know, is it that? Because we keep getting the same. I mean. My God, Josh McDaniels got another job. We're going to do this again? Oh, <laughs> really? I know. I mean, so, but I again, I'm kind of with you. That slaps more of cronyism, to use that word, than it does to racism, it, I think. It, I don't know. Well, yeah, my t- okay, Josh McDaniel, do I think it's a great hire? No, but I, I can see the merit in it. What I don't see is how Byron Leftwich isn't already head coach of Jacksonville. Yeah, well, remember that was like reported. It was a done deal, and then it yeah. just went away. And then, and maybe he's hoping Arians goes away where, and he takes where over did, Tampa. Where did Eric Bieniemy go? What I, is up? You know what I'm saying? That way, um, I just don't. But and in the same token, if you look, you brought up Mike Tomlin, the only black coach in in football. And but you look at the his coaching staff. It's basically all the white guys that's been there. Well, he just keeps bringing them up because they're buddies. Yeah, there, there's and, something there, and, and, and maybe it's that. The enemy's the one. This, this is a showstopper for me. This is, what, the third or fourth offseason now where yeah. Eric Bieniemy has been the hottest name coming in, and here we are again now, you know, for a while. I thought, well, it's because they kept getting to the Super Bowl. They kept going to the AFC Championship game. Teams are moving quickly. You know, now he gets eliminated. Uh, he probably has. I haven't heard of an interview. He, he, he must be the worst interview in the world. I can't imagine this is with as hot as that name is and the way the, the media and the, the, the nation, really, the football-watching nation, has pushed for this guy to get a job, and he continually, over and over again, yeah. gets passed up. I'm starting to think maybe Eric Bieniemy is just the worst interview well, the in the world. Because that one makes no sense. Walk him in, sit him down, 
bring in the team doctor, put a mirror under his nose, see if he has a pulse. <laughs> see if he say, still has his playbook. Yeah. Eric, do you want to be head coach? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the contract. It feels like it should be that simple. So what is going on with Eric Bieniemy? I don't know. It, it's so strange. And to me, Byron Leftwich, I, I am just oh, flabbergasted yeah. right. that he is not in Jacksonville. Came up with Jacksonville. Obviously had had a modicum of success in Jacksonville, quite frankly. Hey, he was good. As, as a quarterback. Not great, but he was good. Yeah, really he, he good. was good. Quarterbacks coach. Had success there. Had a good rapport with Ben Roethlisberger with Pittsburgh. Right. Great rapport with Tom Brady. You earned Tom Tampa. Brady's respect as yeah, an offensive I, coordinator. I just that's, don't get it. That's a bona fide to get it. I have to believe or I have to hope that it's Byron Leftwich dragging his feet on this Jacksonville thing and not Jacksonville. Because after that Urban Meyer debacle, that tells you how – Thunderheaded that organization. <laughs> That's a is. good point too. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe, maybe. he's weighing his options yeah, right. too. So, I don't know. So if this ends up being it for all the reasons, maybe Brian Flores is saying here, I'll take this job. Well, I'm gonna cool my jets here a little bit and just see if maybe the Saints give me a jingle. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? There might be something there. I don't know. Wasn't uh, Leftwich's thing with Jacksonville the issue with the GM? There, there was something there, yeah. So maybe he's holding it. I don't know. I don't. But know. is it the same GM that? But if not, why wasn't he, he offered was the other seven jobs? Maybe they didn't have. A or maybe they had that history somewhere else at another team. I don't know. But I know he wants to bring one of his buddies to be the GM. Oh, so he's got a package deal gimmick yeah. going. And, oh. and Khan didn't want to fire the GM, but then there were all these rumors that after things went south with Leftwich in the talks that they are going to fire the GM. And then today it's back to, no, 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 we're keeping him and we're, we're giving him a fresh start. See, I get that. That's why Rick and I aren't on major market radio yet, because I keep getting offered jobs, but I tell them I'm not going anywhere without Briggs, and, and I can't get that deal done. So. Makes sense. We don't want that old back. <laughs> It's but like he's he, in his It's prime. like you were in the meeting. Huh? It's like you were in the meeting. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd fight back more against that. I appreciate you embracing no. it and understanding See? the predicament I find myself can't, in. Can't call me King No Cell on that one, <laughs> nope. buddy. Nope. <laughs> so, so, but here's the thing. To, to kind of go back to it, number one, I, I, I've got a conspiracy theory as well. All right, I do think at a minute Two minim- in one show. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've gone gone wacky. All this time off has given me too much time and all all my time in COVID isolation the last couple of months. I'm glad you're finally reading the texts I send you. <laughs> That's right. The, the underground, he likes to call it. I don't know why. But, you know, the way this story broke, or at least what what's being reported is the driver, the final push for this, for this lawsuit was that Bill Belichick, text to brian flores did you hear about that rick yes so uh, yes here's my conspiracy theory yeah i don't know bill belichick personally but in terms of professionally what i know about the league is bill belichick's pretty meticulous and bill belichick doesn't make mistakes you honestly expect me to believe that bill belichick accidentally texted brian flores thinking he was texting brian dable to say that i feel like that is bill belichick throwing a trial balloon saying hey i know from inside sources that the giants are hiring dable before they hire you and whatever happened in denver i don't know and either not following the rooney rule or not at least 
you know, operating in good faith where you're regarded. I will, you will never, ever convince me that was an accident. Bill Belichick doesn't make that type of mistake. I agree. Yeah. So when <laughs> there's just really nothing to add to that because you're right. He's just one of those types of guys that every little detail's right. covered. Yeah. And I can't imagine he would just sitting in his easy chair half off his ass drinking right. vodka. Yeah. You know? I'd like to believe that's what's <laughs> happening, but but I just don't. So then here becomes what's really fascinating about this whole thing. So kind of everything we said, I, I think we're kind of in agreement that at, at a minimum it's really hard to believe that NFL franchises, by and large, there may be one or two bad apples there are in, in every bunch, and that what old people like you say, you know, but by and large, we don't have 32 NFL owners, all of which who collectively are willing to lose football games or be less successful rather than take a chance or hire the right coach if he happens to be black, right? I have a hard time believing that. But we have this scenario with Flores. We have the why Byron left, which maybe why is he having to hold out to see what happens with the GM in Jacksonville? Why wasn't he offered one of the other seven jobs? Why is Eric Bieniemy going through round three or four of this and still not have a job? At least at its surface, there is something there. But I do not know how you resolve this. I don't know how you make anybody do anything they don't want to do for whatever the reason is, it's just, I, I don't know what you do in the floor. Flores, I think is the perfect person to, to be leading this up. You know, this thing with the giants, I think there's something there. You know, you, you talk about Hugh Jackson and how unsuccessful it was. And it certainly his firing was justified in Cleveland. I don't think you'll find the most ardent supporter of this lawsuit arguing that Hugh Jackson specifically shouldn't have lost his job. It, it was ridiculous. I had show prep, and I don't remember why we had to cancel that show right after Flores was fired, but it's kind of what we do now. There, I, I I wanted to go the whole show of how absurd is it was for Brian Flores to be fired. Oh, it was. Again, no I doubt. don't think it's because he was black. You know, I my my thought is it was he he wasn't bought in on Tua. He wanted, I think Brian well, Flores wanted nothing to do with Tua. Well, here's my question to you then: Was he supposed supposedly getting? the bonus to lose games at the beginning of the year because they won eight out of nine coming home. Well, it makes you wonder, did he, if there's some merit to this thing, right? He decided, all right, we're going to go ahead and win football games. I don't know how he did it with the same players, but it, yeah, it, I, uh, it at least gives yeah. some merit to it. it. It is hard to believe, but I, I think there was a thing with Tua there. Now, now everybody's throwing stuff out. I saw something on Twitter today that the talk around Miami has been Tom Brady was going to go to Miami, but he didn't like Flores, and they stuck behind Flores, and Tom Brady didn't come. And then he was supposed to coach up Tua, and Flores wanted nothing to do with Tua, so he had to go. So I don't know if all that's true, whether you agree with it or not, that's probably a justifiable reason to get rid of him, but... I don't, I don't know what the resolution is, but, God, I think for the first time I'm starting to see there, there's something here. I, I can't in my world envision that it's racist, but something ain't right. It, something ain't right, but I don't know how you resolve it. I'm, I'm going to put a little bit more in your tea here. Uh-oh. So you heard that. What I heard was the opposite. Flores wanted Brady. Brady was fine with going to Miami. 
Miami didn't want him because they had Tua. <laughs> so then he was still bitter about so that. That could be equally true. So, Or it's all bullshit, with, which is probably the most with, likely. I have recently learned on the internet, as long as you say unconfirmed report or unconfirmed source, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> and then it becomes fact. Right. By, well, by, yeah, it's fact, but it's unconfirmed. All right. Well, I have an unconfirmed source that tells me we need to sell some sandwiches here all right. and, and get out of here. Because speaking of sandwiches, I'm getting hungry and I, I don't want to do the show anymore. I have another anymore. point to make. Another one? Do you want to make it now or do you want no, to make it on the other side? No, we sold sandwiches. All right. So we'll be back with Rick's point and more right after this. We would like to take this opportunity to tell you about our sponsor and friends, The Chop Shop in Butler, Pennsylvania. The Chop Shop is leading the way in the western Pennsylvania area for good eats. With fresh menus, great specials, in-house made desserts, and the recently added iced tea, lemonade, and milkshake bar, you are sure to find something to fulfill that craving or hankering, and even a little something extra for that sweet tooth. Yep, they even have gluten-free and vegetarian options as well. You know, between Facebook, Google, Yelp, and TripAdvisor, they average 4.7 out of 5, and that's over a 10-year span, so they are consistently killing it. You can check them out on Facebook, but also at ChopShopButler.com, or do yourself a favor and visit them at 108 North Main Street, Butler, Pennsylvania, and tell them Flieger and Briggs sent you. I got to get myself to the Chop Shop, back where we can get some Decent, good service. Well, and poutine with the gravy on it. You spend much time in restaurants? No. See, that's kind of the one thing, you know, as they opened up, one thing. I I do like to go out to eat. I do like to do that. And here's one thing I've noticed. You know, it's the great resignation or all of this. I think restaurants are using this as an excuse for terrible service. I have been, and shame on me, for it not being the chop shop in the last several weeks. I'm usually, you know, once every week, every other week there, and it's been a while, and i got to get back down there. And the last month, I've been in three restaurants that for a long time were, again, I don't do fine dining, but nicer restaurants, always had good service. Each time, I've waited an hour for my food to show up. If you can get a table in these places, you sit down, and it's an hour before the food shows up, which is just, just absurd. And I can tell you this does not happen at the chop shop. I, I like the chop shop does that gimmick where the kitchen's just open, right? They're not even behind a wall. You can just watch them humming back there, and, and Billiam's running that thing just, just like a, a set, like a factory floor, man. He is on it. But these, these restaurants stink, all of them, except the chop shop. Should I name them by name, or do you think they'll sponsor us someday, too? Yeah, maybe hold off. But All right. You can just say it's an unconfirmed report. Yeah, an unconfirmed report <laughs> yeah. says that Rick Flieger says, hey, W. Ricks, it doesn't take an hour and five minutes to make a medium-rare steak. Nope, sure doesn't. God, it drives me nuts. And I've been in other restaurants that have done the same to me. That's a shame. I'm really sorry to hear that. I am. I'm, I'm what, the other one rhymes with the Balahaney Hill in Foxburg, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Again, yeah. it doesn't take it out. And notice, I eat a medium rare steak everywhere I go except for the chop shop. It and doesn't take an hour and a half. Medium rare would be in less time yeah, than I a well done the, steak. The thing's right? basically still quivering when it yeah. gets out to me. It doesn't take that long to cook. Right. So, as long as you get rid of the moo. Yeah. So get your stuff together, restaurant industry. Quit using the great resignation as an excuse for piss poor service. 
You know, before we get out of here, I want to touch on a little college football. Oh, college football. You know, you notice the, the Pac-12 for, what, probably the last decade anyway. Has it been pathetic? Well, the USC Trojans have been down. Yeah, bad. doesn't seem right. Right? Down bad. That's what the now, kids say. Now, we've seen why I said down, period, bad, yeah, you period. Just down bad. Yeah, down you, bad. You are hip. But, you know, and, and if you go through, you know, with the team, with the high profile like USC is, you know, being down, somebody should have moved in and basically taken over. Now, Oregon, to their credit, they they especially in the early part of like the last ten years, you know, not so much the last few, but they've still been pretty good. Man, they got all that Nike money. Yeah, they they were they were playing for some national titles. Oregon State got decent, but name another team in the in the Pac-12 that really exerted themselves in any way. No, nah, Colorado, it, nothing. UCLA, no nothing. excuse for UCLA to be that bad. No, uh, both Arizonas. Yeah, just, nobody cares about them, the Washington no. schools, the Oregon. But now Utah, UCLA did, and USC Utah made a nice move a good, into the Pac-12, right, yeah. but they're just—they're not. I don't think they're there yet to challenge for for like a national title, right? But I will tell you what, ever since um, you heard the news that Caleb Williams transferred, right, followed Lincoln Riley out to USC, all of a sudden you have. The makings of USC could run the table in that conference and be in the playoffs very quickly and for a long time. Shouldn't be that complicated. It shouldn't. The be. rest of it's so bad, but it might be recency bias though. When I saw that news, even when Lincoln Riley went, and then you see that news about Caleb Williams yesterday, my first thought was kind of like I would think about you know Cincinnati in the past or, or the Browns or somebody well yeah that's cute but they'll find a way to F it up and I can't believe that's my first thought when it comes to USC I mean this is a heritage program right. in college football but I, I don't know what it is you know, maybe it's just that maybe they've had poor leadership you know much as I like Lynn Swan I don't think he was the best idea for a athletic director you know that that can make a lot of difference you know the the California State System, maybe there's something when there. Was the I last don't know. time they were really relevant was Pete Carroll days. I would think, yeah. It, Reggie it, Bush and so forth. It was right? a steady trajectory down. It's been way down in recent years, right. but that kind of after that group, after the Pete Carroll situation, who was the drunk they hired and they got rid of real quick? And I know, can't even remember that. Yeah. I mean, that's a, you remember the John Robinsons of the past, right. and you know, like I said, Pete Carroll and so forth, but. I, these rummies that they've had, I don't even know Yeah, lately. I hope they're good. They're one of those teams where college football is better when they're good. But right. I, I hate Notre Dame. College football is better when Notre Dame is good. But on the flip side of that also, we just have Oklahoma talking about, you know, they're moving to the SEC. Well, they just lost a, a top-notch recruit to USC, and I think it's going to be a long, dark journey for the Oklahoma Sooners moving that SEC. I, other than the money, which I guess well, you don't need to say anything beyond that. Right. But other than the money, that's a terrible decision. You can run the Big 12. You can get yourself in the playoff every single year. Yeah. But it's the money, right? Oh, uh, there's nothing yeah, more to say right. about it. You know, I, I think Oklahoma still is a name brand. They're, they're a heritage program. You get in the SEC, 
I don't know how much it expands their recruiting base. I think they'll be back, but I think they're in for a tough tough year or two here. You, you lose your coach, you lose all your quarterbacks. Yeah. But I, I don't think they'll be gone for long. I mean, I, it's just a matter of time until the SEC becomes its own thing, right? There's college football and there's the SEC. I feel like we're getting there. Yeah, you're right. I mean, everybody wants to be in the SEC yeah. because that's where the money is. Yeah, all the yeah. money and the exposure and the exactly. you can lose three games and still be in consideration for the playoff. Right. Is that the drunkard you were talking yes, about? Yes, that, that is the drunkard. Lane that, Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. That should yeah, be an easy Lane, one to remember, yes, and indeed. I don't know why, but yeah. Hey, I've got a TV recommendation for you fellers, and it's not pornography. This may surprise you. I've watched something that's not pornography. No doggy Ew. door, nothing. I know, I know. It's it's <laughs> off-brand. It's yeah. off-brand. But, again, I've spent a lot of time in the protocol here recently. So do either of you have the take the HBO Max? Yes. Oh, that would be I. I do, So yes. you both – so perhaps you two have already watched this. Have you found the Righteous Gemstones? Oh, yes. Oh, my I have God. not. Rick, this is squarely up your alley, 100%. So what? it stars yeah. John Goodman, number one. Okay. So that, Very that's good. a good thing right Yay. there. Dan Connor, you know, which is still, I know who still da- how John I Goodman see. is. But know. I wanted to say Dan Connor, damn it, because okay. that's how Sorry. I remember. Damn it, damn it, damn it. He's in South Carolina. Lives on this huge compound. He's one of those southern... Oh, cult leaders? Well, not really a cult leader, <laughs> I mean, but the... Your uh, definition. Yeah, well, tele- I mean, televangelist. Okay. Hardcore <laughs> and all the backdoor. It's unconfirmed got, reports. Unconfirmed <laughs> cult leader. Yeah. Yes, okay. Could be. Now, I, I just got caught up last night. I, I caught the last one. This might be the most subtly hilarious show I've ever watched. And I normally need, like, Tom and Jerry, like, actually hit him in the head with a mallet. Mo, Larry, to get Curly, it. yeah. This is so brilliant. It's got Walton Goggins. Do you know who that is? You remember the show The Shield or Justify? Yes, yes. That, that guy, I, I would watch him do whatever dumb shit you like to watch all the time i'd watch that show if he was in it i find him he didn't hilarious. even know what i watch would you watch him dressed up as a clown yes that's it i would that seals the yeah, deal yeah i mean this would show you invite him to your house as a clown absolutely yeah oh. more importantly it has kenny effing powers yeah Another hilarious. More importantly, I don't even get to talk because he keeps messing with my microphone. Well, he's trying to bring it back when you hear that weird stat. You don't even hear that, do you? Because you don't even look up. No, I can hear it. Oh, because there's like a long tail of warning before you're about to go down, and you don't even blink. That's that's why I'm over here fiddling. Fiddling, yeah. Not diddling, fiddling. Speaking of fiddling, oh, I... one of my, and, on. and looking at you, <laughs> yeah, it just it just reminded me of my favorite Bugs Bunny cartoon where he the the two hillbillies oh, he puts yeah. them in a square dance yep. with the beards, just hilarious. Yeah, but what we're finding out, okay. you've got to go watch this if you you've got the max. Legitimately, what we're finding out now in season two is John Goodman's character Eli Gemstone, who's the televangelist now. Prior was a in Memphis was a pro wrestler, pro wrestler in one of those territories, and he was also an enforcer for. I'm hoping I'm not spoiling anything for you. I hope you're caught up. I, I have not started season two yet. Was an enforcer for the promoter. See, so doesn't of matter. The he didn't tell you anyway. Well, I'd already started it anyhow. Well, I was already in. Gotcha. But it, it, hilarious. And this show has the one thing I think you need. You know, a show can be funny, really funny, and then it's got the one thing that puts you over the top. 
and, and this show has it in spades, and, and it's the greatest thing in the world. So I am still immature enough. One thing I always liked about HBO was it would tell you right at the beginning with the rating what you were about to see, you know, <laughs> coarse language, whatever. Yeah. I look for on the HBO that the end, you know, the end means nudity. I'm thinking, all right, now this is up my alley. So Gratuitous now, nudity. So now I can get, I can get my entertainment, but I can also get some, some of the porn that I hold so dear. So I see that on it, and that's how I make the initial decision. And it happens in the first episode, cracks me up. And then it happens about every subsequent episode for the entire first season. It has nudity in pretty much every episode. I've seen zero naked women in this thing. <laughs> Wait, John Goodman's big butt well, or something? It's, it's not John Goodman, <laughs> nope. but it's all these bit players. Oh. At least once an episode, a 250 to 600 pound man walking around with the tiniest <laughs> joint you have ever seen. And something about out of context small penis makes me laugh every single time it, it could just be that and you, i would watch this show you are taking it out of context that 600 pound individual if he was 180 pounds that would be a well, hammer well perhaps but it, it, it's presented perfectly you, unconfirmed reports you've got <laughs> to watch this show and watch 1883 too i was reticent uh, Tim McGraw and Have you watched uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone? Yes. It's the prequel to Yellowstone. Oh, okay. It's on the Paramount Network. Hmm. It's basically the Oregon Trail, right? They're they're heading out to apparently. I think spoiler, right? Because Yellowstone takes place in Montana. They don't actually make it to Oregon, but it's about the Dutton family and their trek out west. Hmm. It's Faith Hill and Tim McGraw, which made me really reticent to watch it, but it's good. Huh. It's really good. Never heard of that. Did you ever watch Turn? I remember we talked about this once before. Turn. Turn, that's the name of it. I don't think it's on anymore. I mean, I don't think they make a new season anymore. There was like three or four seasons. It was about the Revolutionary War spy network. I've I've actually heard Tony Kornheiser talk about that. I don't know why that springs in my head. I listen to his podcast. I haven't watched it, no. It's actually a good show, really good show. It's... uh, it's rather intense, some of the situations. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, get out of there, you yeah. know. And, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Well done, too. But I got my 1883, so I got my Western, and I got my nice. tiny dick show. That's all I really have room for in my life. It is college basketball season. And one thing that I – one movie, you know, we talk about – he never, never watches a lot of movies, but, you know, we always talk about Westerns and this, that, and the other. I watched Silverado for the first time. Just a couple nights ago. And I'd never seen that movie. Still haven't seen it. It's an excellent movie. It's Scott Glenn, Danny Glover. Um, who else is in it? Brian Dennehy. Um, what? Jeff Goldblum. Um, Wasn't Is that a remake? Because I feel like there was a black and white one. If, if there was, it was a long time ago. This was made like in 85. Okay. Kevin Klein was the other one. But yeah, excellent movie. It was. I was kind of, you know, just a little. Eh, I don't know if I want to watch this or not. I just started watching it. First thing, you know, you see Scott Glenn sleeping in this old cabin. Next thing you know, it's just like bullets flying through the walls at him, you know, and he rolls off the bit. Okay, this is pretty good. You know? 
So just gratuitous violence and gun play. Lots of it, yes. Plenty of gun play. And boots is all you need. Yes. All right, can we get out of here? Yes. I'm hungry. I'm not. You're not? No. Oh, that's right. You're getting, it's cut him up season for Rick Briggs. Think about it next week. He's working on his eight-pack. Sweating to the oldies with Rick Briggs. Well, I did have a you know, Wisconsin cheese bites before I got here. Too. <laughs> See, that's not part of the plan. You can't put that in the video. High protein. Well, maybe. Also, 78% grease. Yeah, it lubes up the joints. Well... There you go. Man, see, that could be part of the video. We take a whole different approach to fitness in Rick Briggs' fitness video. All <laughs> Make right, so, sure they're sound. So we all have homework, <laughs> all three of us, for next show, be that next week or in April, whenever we manage to pull off another one. We need a name, a title for the series of Rick Briggs' exercise videos. So bring those ready to go for the next show. I got a good one right Already. now. Already. Well, I'm, I'm holding on. Hold on to it. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Hopefully we can do this again before Easter. What is it? It's Groundhog's Day. So, yeah, the next holiday is Easter. So we'll try to get one more in before then anyhow. Or I don't know, maybe every week. Check out everything at If nothing happens, why not? Well, something's going to happen. That's <laughs> true. At yeah. Chaos and Disorder, Chaos and Disorder pod on the Facebook, AsylumFantasySports.com. Until next time, whenever the hell that is, we'll see you. Take care. Hey, do you want to tell them where you can find rival lovers? And Oh, yeah, you skipped that part today. I was busy. You was. the other computer. Find them on Twitter, at Real Rival Lovers. And, of course, you can find them on Bandcamp. Band camp. Oh, I forgot about band yes, camp. Band I like camp. that. Yes. And thanks, Andy. Yeah, you didn't thank yeah. him either. Well, you know, he told me to go to hell because he said Martinsburg wasn't part of West Virginia. You are so still Andy, bitter. Piss off today. <laughs> That's been like three months. You're still mad about that? Three it, months? It's been three months since we've been on the air. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I was going to say, in podcast years, that's about eight months. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Toodles. Hasta luego. Bye, horse. <laughs>